What up? It's the Blog Mama coming to y'all like I know how, man. Listen, this show is going to be all about NBA free agency. So when I talk NBA, y'all know I got to bring my boy Rudy on here. Rudy, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on for another show. Good evening, good evening. You already know I had to you know, make my second appearance. Glad to be back. Back like a Yeah, normal. yeah. Like word, yo. And um, listen... Today's date, what's today's date? July, what's it, what's it? 10th, young, 10th, 11th? Yeah, 11th? It's July 11th. And this is, this is like our, this is a, now y'all going to hear this at different times of the day, but this is like a, like a, a, a midnight show, Rui, you know what I mean? Am I telling the truth on that one? Straight facts. <laughs> no premise. No. But listen, yo, um, we got a lot to talk about, man. This, this NBA free agency is something that's been one of the most interesting ones definitely in our lifetime um and even something like today where the the OKC has traded um Russell Westbrook to the Houston Rockets so it's it's just been crazy man what's your take on this uh, free agency um to be honest like you said this is like one of the craziest NBA off seasons ever like I I can't remember where there were so many changes that were made to teams and not only do the changes affect, like, you'll have in the past one or two changes that may affect, you know, certain teams, but these changes during this current offseason don't it just affect players, it affects teams, it affects the, the outscape of the NBA. You had last year, everybody knew, okay, it's going to be between the Golden State Warriors and maybe the Bucks, the Celtics. Or Toronto this year, it's kind of sort of a toss-up, and with all these changes, it just adds, just adds more to the to to the craziness of next uh, next season and what it's going to be like. So, with that being said, great transition, Rudy. Um, with that being said, free agency is over. The draft is over. We're watching summer league trades have happened. I'm I, I want to know right now who do you think are the top five teams in the NBA? your top five teams in the NBA. They don't have to be in order, per se. You know, we'll get into our orders later when we do our other stuff. But right now, today, who do you consider the top five teams in the NBA? Um, Just to start off, of course, everybody's got to go with the Clippers at this time. Um, the Clippers acquiring okay. Kawhi Leonard, acquiring Paul George, which I feel like they swindled. <laughs> they swindled OKC for um, it's definitely but, a swindle game, you know. Um, like that move was just ridiculous. Like I did not expect that. I woke up and you know seeing Paul George on the Clippers, so I thought it was, you know, I didn't think it was real. I had to check ESPN, check NBA.com. Right. So you know, just that in itself, I think just them two alone puts them as one of the best teams. And then I'm putting them down as number one. Every everybody else from here on out, I don't care. You, you put them two, five, three, four. The Clippers are number one. Okay. Their starting lineup, the defensive like prowess, Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. You know they have guys that are dogs. So just from a defensive standpoint, they're number one. Um, the next team I would go with is the Lakers. Uh, they've made some good changes. Um, they added some guys that are you know, great defensively, some good 3D guys like Danny Green. You know, he's, to me, not the best player to acquire during the offseason, but for what they need, he's the type of person who's going to, you know, 
shoot the three ball and play defense. And LeBron doesn't have to guard the best guy out there in uh, night in night out. Um, right. Now to shift to the East Coast, I have the Sixers. Um, mm. They made some changes, but they also lost a lot. Losing Jimmy Butler to me is a big thing. Like I, I feel like Jimmy Butler is he's like he's the dog. Like even right. though you got guys like Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid. I, I don't think they have that dog in them to come out every night and say, look, I'm going to guard this person. I'm going to try to not, not let him score any buckets or I'm going to come at him on the offensive end and, you know, try to you know, try to get buckets. And I, I feel like Joel Embiid, yes, he gets buckets. Ben Simmons gets buckets, but they're not like Jimmy Butler, you know. Uh, they lost J.J. Right. Redick, but they did gain um, Richardson from the Miami Heat. And I think he's another yeah. guy. He's not a big requirement in the offseason, but he's a guy who adds to what they lost. Um, you still have the Bucks. I think they're still going to be pretty good even though they lost. I forgot his name. I always get him mixed up with uh, the other guy. Um, um, went to Barcelona. Michael uh, Brogdon. Oh, they also lost Michael Brogdon. Yeah, that was another thing. But right. they were able to still keep Chris Middleton. Um, you know, the, a lot of that core of that team is still there. Michael Brogdon is a big loss. Meritage, that's who they lost. Uh, they lost Meritage. Yeah. Um, but they he actually did went overseas, yo. Yeah, he went to Barcelona. I was surprised about that. Yeah. Um, yep. They lost many tips, but they did get uh, Robin Lopez, with Lopez's brother, who is a good defender on the inside, who's a solid body. He's going to rebound. He plays his role. He doesn't do anything outside of the ordinary. Uh, they made some other pickups. Uh, I can't remember off the top of my head, but they're, they're still, they still have their court between Giannis and Militant. And Giannis is one of the most unstoppable players in the NBA. Uh, and to round it out, the fifth team with the acquirement of Westbrook is the Houston Rockets. Okay. So that dynamic is going to be ridiculous. I think he fits in with Mike D'Antoni's system. And, you yes. Know, the Very type of system so. where he's, he's it's always on the gas. Take the first good-looking shot that you get. I feel like Westbrook adds to their... You know, to their weapons. Yeah, James Harden, who could break down any defender one on one from from beyond the three point line, and Westbrook, who could get to the basket possibly every time and try to make a good play, whether he forces it or he gets a good look at the rim. So that's going to be tough to stop. Two dynamic uh, players with great ball handling skills, who can score, get triple doubles. You know, it's going to be ridiculous to see how that team you know looks, and they still got good defenders in uh, P.J. Tucker. They still got guys like Eric Gordon, Clint Capella. So right. I'm interested to see how the Rockets uh, look. So, so here, here's my thing. I only have one East team. Wow. Um, and, yeah, I only have one East team. I think the West is so freaking loaded that I can't put the other teams. Like, you, you, you. So I'll be honest with you. The Sixers aren't a top five NBA team. Wow. And a lot of a lot of people that are going to listen to us that are Sixers fans, especially being up here in Jersey, they'll probably say I'm hating. But I think the Six, the Sixers lost too much. I really do. I think they lost too much. Now it's crazy. I think they'll have a better record this year because the West is a little bit. I mean, the East is not as good. You know what I mean? Like the Celtics lost two of their best players and they, and they got one back. You know what I mean? Like the Sixers lost two of their contributing players. You know what I mean? And signed to Josh Richards. So I just don't think they're a top five team. But let me let me let me go over who I got. I got the Rockets, I got the Blazers, mm-hmm. I got the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Bucks. Those to me are teams when I when I look at top five teams, those are the teams 
Rudy that I think can win the NBA final. So, okay, so who do you have again? Just to make sure I, I, I see what you have in put a comparison. Lakers, Clippers. Okay. Blazers, Rockets, Bucks. No order. Lakers, Clippers, Blazers, Rockets, Bucks. I just okay, think so the West is just it's it's too good, man. Like it's too good for a team like you know the Sixers or the Celtics f- to say sit up here and say that they're they're a top five team. I just can't do it. I can't do it today. Maybe it'll happen in you know January or February by the time All Star break. But I, I just sit, sitting up here on the summer July night, I cannot say that the 76ers are a top five team and they're not better than the Blazers. So I, I can't I can't go there. Now the only issue I have with you is that with the Blazers, uh, two things with the Blazers. And you were right about this. I think I owe you like 40 push-ups. The OKC and I think uh, Blazers series. Was it the OKC Blazers series? Yeah, it was the OKC Blazers series. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Win. I said that the OKC was going to win. You won that one. The only thing with the Blazers, I feel like they're just... It's, you look at them on paper and you say, yeah, that's a good team. They're, you know, from position number one all the way down to position 15 they have a good team the issue I had right. with them last year is that guys like Mo Harkless guys like Alfred Camino like to me if you put them on paper and cover up their names and just show their stats you think you're looking at the same person like they don't yeah. give you anything outside of you know being good defenders it may hit the three once in the blue moon you know they're you know, they're the type of guys that they don't score like within the offense as far as, hey, I'm gonna give Alfred the ball and he's gonna get me a bucket. He's more like he gets hustle plays, mm-hmm. he's gonna get wide open shots, he's not gonna break down defenders. I feel like they they they're missing that one person. Like Malcolm could do it and <clears throat> Dame could do it. But who else is there? You know, they had uh Miles Leonard who had a good, good playoffs. But it was only one game that he had, you know. I think it was like 25 points or so. Cancer played, you know, pretty good, but he's off to the Celtics. So it's like, I, I don't see the Blazers as the, the team okay. that can dethrone the Clippers or, you know, knock out the well, Lakers. Well, our, our next segment is coming up. And you, mind you, so our next seg- segment is Western Conference playoff seating. Who do we have in our Western Conference playoff seating? And if you're saying that about the Blazers right now, oh, Rudy, you're going to love what I got this, where I got them seated at next. You're going to love where I got them seated at next. But listen, we'll take a commercial break and we'll come back with our playoff seating. You're going to be mad at mine. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for listening to the first uh, segment of... Uh, like we're a sports podcast, we're back. Me and Young Rue in the building. Young, yo, the conference is stacked this year. Can we both agree to that? Yes, of course. I think that's where our agree top at right now. Because I, I'm about to give you my seating, and I'm gonna go first. And I'm gonna go first. How I have my seating, and I'm gonna explain it. I'm gonna explain it to the best of my ability so you and the people understand why I'm saying what I'm saying. You ready for this? All yours. Here we go. The first seed 
is going to be the Portland Trailblazers. <laughs> can I can I get to the other seven seeds first, please? I can I get to the other seven? Seeds? Go ahead. So I got the number one seed, the Portland Trailblazers. The number two seed, I got the Clippers. The number three seed, I got the Rockets. The number four seed, I got the Lakers. The number five seed, I got the Nuggets. The number six seed, I got the Jazz. I know a lot of people are high on the Jazz right now, but I got them at the number six seed because the West so um, has so much depth this year. The number seven seed, I'm still going with the Golden State Warriors. I still think the Warriors will be a, a, a tough team, even though they will be without play for uh, half of the year and without KD and, you know, Boogie. But nonetheless, I still think they'll they'll make the playoffs. And the eighth seed, I'm going to go with the uh, San Antonio Spurs. So, okay. go, so I still got go, – Go through your one-two I still got the Spurs. Time. Here go we go. One, Blazers. Two, Clippers. Three, Rockets. Four, Lakers. Five, Nuggets. Six, Jazz. Seven, Warriors. Eight, Spurs. <laughs> Yours is very identical to mine. As far as who's in it, but the, the position, the seating is a little different. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I could go ahead with mine. Yes, sir. You got the mic. All right. So, I have number one seed. <sighs> the Clippers. I'm, I'm sticking with them being number one throughout the whole season. Uh, number two yeah. seed. I'm not going to take anything away from them. Denver. Like I said, had a great year last year. They beat up uh, Murray, Jamal Murray. They got everybody else coming back. Got Denver. Number three seed, LA Lakers. Number four seed, the Utah Jazz. I'm pretty high on them. I'm a Mike Conley fan. Very similar player to him. Yep. I like Mike Conley. I like uh, Spider Mitchell. He's from New York. Um, I got the Rockets as uh, the fifth seed, the Blazers as the sixth seed, Golden State Warriors at seven, and even though Porzingis did his grimy and you know, I wasn't too happy after he left, I have Dallas as the eighth seed, making the Spurs miss out on the playoffs for the first time in a very long Okay, so wait, time out. I actually like that Mavericks pick. I don't think they'll get there, but I, I see what you're doing. I, 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 that is a, to me, that's like a dark horse pick, and I, and I, I can get with that. Like that's, I, I can attach my, I can attach my name to that. Um, so that's that's not a bad one. But where did you have the Lakers at, yo? Oh, I have the Lakers as number three. Three. Okay. So so wait a minute. You got the Nuggets as a two seed again. Yes. So wait. So see this this what I mean. So another thing you don't you didn't have. Do you have the Warriors making the playoffs next year? Yeah, I'm at the seventh seed. Seventh seed, okay, cool, cool. All right. So um the Nuggets, man. Rudy, they're that I, I they cannot continue to be that good. <laughs> you know what's not, funny? Not not the not the way with the West is 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 loaded this year. I, I said the same thing, but then I said to myself, the Warriors aren't going to be the same team. I feel like right. Portland is not going to be the same team. Um, the Spurs, right. <laughs> the Spurs aren't going to be the same team. Why wouldn't 
Denver had the ability to be a top three seeded team. They did it last year. You know, they don't have any crazy injuries. Um, Joe, the Joker is only going to get better. Jamal Murray is only going to get better. Um, Millsap, you know, he's on the back end of his career. So he has to make something happen this year as far as, you know, playoffs is concerned. I feel like they have a good team. They don't have any big individual stars. And once again, like like we said last year, well, you know, the last time we did this, they remind me of that Hawks team that, you know, made it to the playoffs. I had five guys that were just willing to play with each other. So I, I like yeah. that. You know, it's a little different versus, you know, the super team thing is concerned or even having two superstars or just one superstar on the team. They have five guys that are willing to, you know, you know, put it on the line every night on the court for each other. So I, I got to give them credit for doing what they did last year. So uh, that's why I have them as a second super team. So, all right. So I'm I'm going to just backtrack a little bit. Your, your top five teams in the league, two of them were the Lakers and the Clippers. And you also had the Rockets in there. But when we do the seeding, you got the Nuggets as the second seed. Yes. Where they do that at? I, the thing about the Rockets, and <clears throat> yeah, they have, they have Westbrook and Harden. Which is going to be phenomenal. But being that it's the first year, I think they're going to have, I'm not saying issues, but, you know, they're going to have, they're going to have growing pains that first year. You know, they're they're not going to figure it out until maybe December or January, you know? So I I don't want to give them too much. I do, they're still a top five team in the league, just, you know, off of paper and who they have. Right, but as far as just you know, seeding them in the West, it's a grind night in, night out. You know, there's going to be nights they're going to go against you know the 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 Lakers, you know, four times a year. They're going to go against the Clippers four times a year. They're going to go against the Denver Nuggets four times a year. So I I don't think that they'll do bad. I just I don't think they're going to get it all together. Till you know, maybe towards the second half of the season, before also, All right. of course. Listen, I, I just, I just think the Nuggets had their had their, had a good run. Um, like you said, you know, they got a whole core of guys that like to play together. I just think it's just too much, man. There, there's like it, it's just too much star power on the West for them to be. You know, I, I actually think there's going to be like six to seventeen. And this is gonna sound crazy in the West that going to hit fifty wins. I think that's that's very very doable. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying. That's at least going to get fifty wins, yo. Um, it's going to be interesting to see though. It's it's def- the Western conferences. You know, I think they should own like at least the first half of the season on TNT, like where you can only play Western Conference games of of these like eight teams. And I think they'll get a lot of TV ratings. But um, on to our next topic about the NBA, these Rookie of the Year's, um, Rookie of the Year candidates. We'll go over those right after this break. Thank you, thank you, thank you for still tuning in with the Like Word Sports Show, NBA edition, NBA Summer League, NBA free agency, NBA Twitter is going crazy right now. 
young yo. This this all season, man, it's it's been it's been crazy, yo. It's like the it, the NBA really dominates the summer all the way up until like September. They really do, yo. It's crazy. You gotta love it, NBA, man. Like it's not like the NFL. It's not like the NHL. It's not like MLB. Like it is the middle of July. Just had the MLB All Star break, and guess right. what? NBA stuff just. You know, headlines, headlines, headlines after headlines. Seems like every other day, it's a new signing, it's a new trade, and I love it. Gotta it's love it. It's crazy, yo. So look, let's let's go on to our next segment, man, where we talk about um, uh, rookie of the year uh, potential candidate. So I'm gonna give my top three. You'll give your top three, and I think I'm gonna have a little dark horse for these people out here, man. So uh, my top three rookie year candidates. So what I mean by this is. Only one person is going to win the award, but unless Jason Kidd is involved, um, every, they'll, they'll get that later. Right, right. That right. later. After they go look, go Google what happened to Jason Kidd. His gear, y'all. But listen, um, <laughs> um, only one person is going to get it. But what I'm doing is looking at who I think is going to get the most votes. The top three people that I think are going to get the most votes. So here goes, and I'll start. Um, I think John Morant. In my eye, he is the favorite to win. I just think he's going to get a ton of time. I think he's going to be playing a whole bunch. I just think he's going to average. He's going to be averaging like crazy numbers. Um, so he's he's going to be the one that I'm not saying he's going to win the award, but I think he's going to be very close to winning that thing. The next person is Carson Edwards from from Boston Celtics. Kid went to, what was it, Purdue or Wake Forest? Their colors are the same, so I always get them mixed up. Um, but Carson Edwards, when he's on the Boston Celtics, kid is a kid is a, a, a basketball player. He has a lot of potential that I could see flourishing in Boston, man. Like, it's, it's going to be crazy. Um, and the next guy, now, this goes to what you were saying. If the Denver Nuggets are going to do something, it's this. It's going to be because this guy is going to be a major, major help, and that guy is Michael Porter Jr. Listen, he is going to be a rookie because he didn't play last year in the league, and he dropped to Denver simply because of injuries. Now he was even a little bit injured. Now, Rue, if I if I'm, I'm correct on that, right? Yes, sir. He's a little injured now, but I think when he when he comes back, Michael Porter Jr. He's just NBA ready, man. I, I just I just think he's going to be. NBA ready, and I, and I, I honestly I could see him actually taking over and, and winning the rookie of the year. Notice, so my three are John Morant, Carson Edwards, Michael Porter Jr. I like Zion Williamson. Do not get me wrong, people don't freak out. I like Zion Williamson a lot. I just don't know if he will be the rookie of the year outside of him putting up a lot of top 10 plays on ESPN Sports. All right, so I'm just not. I think he's going to be a good pro. I just don't know if he'll be the rookie of the year. Again, my three are John Morant, Carson Edwards um, from Boston Celtics, and Michael Porter Jr. on a different nugget. What you got, y'all? Wow, I am in disbelief. A, B, I would have thought our list would have very similar, but I was totally wrong. Like everybody you picked or selected was, it's basically a dark horse for me. My top okay. three, no particular order. Um, it's gonna go Kobe White. I feel like 
he has the ability to change the Chicago Bulls franchise point guard position, or if they, you know, slide into the two, have Zach Levine at the three and uh, Chris Dunn running the one. But like with his size, his speed, I feel like his game is just like just perfect for the NBA. You know, they were comparing okay. him to Gilbert Arenas, and everybody knows Gilbert Arenas. You know, he put up numbers, you know, during his his uh, short NBA career. So I, I like Kobe White. Uh, that's what, number one. Number two, once again, no particular order, Zion Williamson. You got to go with Zion. Um, like, right. the media attention, you know, everything he does will be mm-hmm. under a microscope. So if he scores 15 points, those 15 points are going to be like 30 for him. Being right. that he has all this attention just on all him. He's with a franchise who doesn't have a, 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 a big, and I'm talking about a big, like a five or a four, that is going to get a lot of minutes. He's going to get a bulk of those minutes. Don't get me wrong, Jalil Okafor is an okay player. He was a backup last year. I don't think mm-hmm. that, you know, they're going to place with Jalil Okafor. No. Uh, Zion is going to get a lot of minutes. And when, like you said, he's going to have a lot of highlights. And I think that's going to speak volumes as far as, you know, for the voters. Um, All right. So hold on, hold on. So you, so you gave me, and I have to interrupt you because I already, I already know where you're going with this last one. But I'm just making sure I got you right. You said Zion and Kobe White, yes. right? And Kobe White, I'm a Bulls fan, so I definitely take that. Can, let me ask you this: Does 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 this last person does his name does his last name rhyme with carrot? <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. I have no idea. I did not see your list. I I just got a good feel. Carrot. I'm a diehard Knicks fan, Reg. You know this. And uh, R.J. Barrett is my number three guy, the guy that I hope to win it. Uh, but to be realistic, I know it's gonna be, gonna be a hard. You know, it's gonna be a, a good rookie class, not great, good okay. rookie class. But he's my number three only because, and this is Go how I envision envision it. I'm a Knicks fan, so you know, I, I gotta I gotta live in the dream for the moment. He's in New York. He's in New York. That's all I have to say. The biggest media okay. market, and just as Zion is gonna have that, you know, the, the microscope on him, every little thing he does, I feel like Zion is gonna tune that up, up to forty, and everything he does will either be scrutinized by the Knicks, the Knicks fans, the media. You know, everybody in New York, if it's bad, or if he does good, he's going to be the savior. They're already calling him the savior of the Knicks. Right. And if he does anything that, as a Knicks fan, we hope for him to be or hope for him to do on the court, there should be no reason why, you know, he can't be a top three candidate for rookie of the year. Notice I said top three candidate, not the rookie of the year, but top three candidate for rookie of the year. Okay. All right. So just let me let go over the list. I had I had Carson Edwards, John Morant, Michael Porter. You have Zion, RJ Barrett, and Kobe White, correct? Yes, sir. All right. So since we're on this 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 list thing, I think it's very important that our next topic is 
heard by everyone listening. So if you have time, please listen to this next topic because Rudy, we are going to discuss who are the top five players in the league today. Let's get it. We got to discuss that. I'm ready. And you, you know, you know what I like about it. People are saying, "Yo, I'm tripping." There's only five. There's only room for five. Right. So <laughs> there's not only six. room for five. I'm not sure. Not you six. Not five other. in a possible. This is not spades. You know, no. There's only room for five. And I got my five. And guess what? I don't care if you like it or not. This is who I think the best five players in the NBA are. We'll come right back after this. Thank you and welcome back. Listen, this, this, these, we're doing top five players in the NBA. Rue, we used to do this all the time, but everyone likes to do these. Everyone likes to do these. They're very fun. They're very debatable. And I like to even say for a lot of people, other than mine, they're very wrong. People have certain people in certain spots because of one year. And I don't like to do that, um, even though I do like to take the year into consideration. So I want to give you want me to go first or you want you want what you want to do? You got the mic, man. You let me know how you want to go it. You know what? I don't mind. I don't mind going first. Okay. I don't mind going first. Here we go. Top five right. players in the league. And you they don't have to be in an order, but no, if you want to, it makes it more efficient that way. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. so to start it off, gotta gotta have the MVP in there. He had a great season. Great yeah. playoff. Uh, you know, it's cut short. So Giannis, number one. Okay. Um, Kwai, number two. Okay. LeBron, number three. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Steph Curry, number four. No order. There's no order at all. Okay. And my number five, which it, it was hard to decide because I, I, I'm not a big LeBron fan, but I got to give credit where credit's due. He's been doing it for years and years. And I, I don't think he's going to slow down. Not at all. But I have James Harden as the fifth. Okay. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Just wait just one damn minute. Um, you got me stuttering and stuff. Can you, go, can you repeat your five? Again, please. You need me to read it. I please. got Giannis. Okay. Kwai. LeBron. Steph. And Senora Harden. Okay. Oh man, Rudy. So when I was when I was you know earlier you know I, I did my little soliloquy. I was saying like how I love these and how so many people are wrong. I did not think you would be one of the people that would be wrong. But here we are. All right, so let me let me give you my list, and then I have I have I have a major bone to pick. All right. <clears throat> so my list is in no order. My list is LeBron, Kawhi, KD, AD, 
and Harden. So before people were like, oh, yeah, I didn't hear you well because of all the letters you did, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Kevin Durant, Anthony Davis, and James Harden. So let me just say this, Rudy. How the freak does someone with the basketball pedigree that you have just totally wipe out Kevin Durant as a top five player. Please explain that to the people that are listening to this because now they're going to be like, I have to validate you being on my show because for you not to have Kevin Durant as a top five NBA player, Rudy, you're sounding like, I I really don't know. I really don't know right now. So please, you have to to explain this. Now, the only reason I don't have Kevin Durant as a top NBA player is currently, right now, he's injured. He has an Achilles tear. I've had three of those. Trust me. It's going to take some time for him to get back. He's not going to be Kevin Durant, you know, before the injuries. He's going to be a little sluggish. He's not going to have the rhythm. It's going to be hard for him to be the same person in and every, you know, in and out every night, you know, 82 game grind. The no. only reason I don't have him up there is being that with this injury, this could change his whole style of play. It could change, you know, everything about what Kevin Durant we remember before the injury. And I'm not saying that he's not going to be healthy. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying being that he's injured, he just doesn't make my list for the top five NBA players. Because coming into the season, this coming season, 2019-2020, he will not be playing. So right. it's hard to give him a spot if he's not playing, you know? And that that's the only reason why he doesn't make my list. I would put him on my list, just like I would have AD on my list. AD would... It was hard to choose between James Harden and AD. James mm-hmm. Harden was an MVP candidate. AD didn't really play a lot this year. He had the whole trade thing going on. So maybe this year, if he has, you know, that, that, that comfortable... You know, I'm here to stay. I'm gonna play with LeBron. I could do my thing. I don't have to worry about X, Y, Z. You know, he makes it a close six. But those are the only two people that I just had issues with putting in my top five list because KD being hurt and AD like this will be his first year actually playing. You know, a whole full season since basically you know the whole trade debacle. Let me ask you this, because I don't have, and many people debate me on this and, and call me crazy, but I do not have Giannis as a top five player. Which is what I, I was going to say, how you don't have the MVP to lead on there. And I understand your thought process. He, he's only been You doing know it. me, yo. You, you yes. know me. Right. He's only been doing it for so long. You know, you can't go off. It's like, you know, pan fire. What do you call it? What do you call it when, when uh... <laughs> I forgot what you say. Like when what, what, it's fla- a flash of oh yeah, flash a, um, a lightning striking in the bottle or a flash right. in the pan. Flash in the pan. That's the that's what I was looking for. A flash in the pan. You know, he's only been in the league for what five years. He hasn't really done much as far as you know, uh, you know, accolades wide. This is first MVP. This first time his team is making it deep into the playoffs. I get that. I totally get that. And they were favorited. They had the best team in the league and doing all this. And they like, nah, bro. I'm just saying, no. You know why, yo? The real top five? Because to me, Kevin Durant, when he was in OKC, 
excuse me, when he was in OKC, people were trying to compare him to LeBron and all that other stuff. And you got to, like, that's the, that stuff comes with time, man. Like, Giannis, guess what? He will be a top five player probably after next season. But guess what, Rudy? I'll be honest with you. I didn't have Kawhi Leonard as a top five player until this year. I just didn't. He, he wasn't there yet. He wasn't there yet. Because guess what? I had Steph in here. But Steph's not in it for me no more. You can't perform. You can't. He wasn't able to do the stuff like a top five player could. So I, he's got to get out of there. So for me, Giannis is, you know, just wait. Can we wait, please? I just, I just want to wait till he actually becomes a top five player. So how do you not have Steph in there now? I feel like Steph, like he deserves to be in there now. He, get, he, get, he gets a lot of hate. Gets a lot of hate. Like he, he Steph, does, but he, it's, he's he's underrated. He's the only other player, maybe outside of Mike Conley, that I feel like is underrated with all the things that he can do. It's still overrated at the same time. You know, like he shoots the ball so great. He creates plays for his teammates. He's unselfish. He let KD have the keys to the Golden State offense. He, he there, there wasn't he, there wasn't a let there wasn't a let right but he didn't really have a choice <laughs> but he still was able to perform still able to get his numbers still able to win what they did in that Houston Rockets series I didn't think that Steph played bad at all like normally in the playoffs he kind of sort of like he disappears sometimes and he does in the, in the finals you know that first year Iguodala won that finals in Right. He was the one that saved the Golden State Warriors. Um, So, go ahead. Let me let me say this, man. The reason I'm one of the biggest Steph Curry's fans. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm his biggest fan, um, but I I like how he plays. I like his game. I like that he is he's killing it. But what I don't like is that he's very skilled very skilled and he's not able to separate himself in that upper class so Steph has always succeeded when at the detriment of somebody else or with an an exuberant amount of help on his own team he has not succeeded where he has taken a where he has done what a Kawhi Leonard has just did he has not succeeded when he has done what LeBron James has did. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard for me to say that that guy is even better than what someone like Anthony Davis, you know, is. Because Anthony Davis is way taller than him. And Anthony Davis can do almost everything he does except for no one can shoot clearly like Steph. But, you know, and he can't dribble like him, but he'll play defense and other stuff. So that's why it's hard. Steph has to be removed because, honestly... How I look at Steph now, because he wasn't able to do that in just one year, he could he couldn't even do it in just a couple of games in the playoffs when other guys like Damian Lillard um, were trying have been doing that for their career. Where Kyrie did it in Boston, you know what I'm saying, or tried to do it in Boston. It's like, all right, so what's the difference between those guys adding Russell Westbrook to that mix as well, um, adding a Chris Paul to that mix as well? Um, even going back to Darren Williams of the world, like guys like that, what's the difference between them and Steph Curry? And the only difference, Rudy, to me is that Steph has done it 
with an exuberant amount of talent on his team or at the detriment of other teams. Uh, you know, getting hit with the unhealthy, un- unhealthy uh, guy. That's it. And I, get, and I get what you're saying. And that's why I, I, I went, and I, that's why I said he's the most underrated and overrated player. Yeah, okay. Outside of Mike Conley. Because right. he has all the ability to do those things as far as lead a team. But then when it comes time for it, KD led the team. Iguodala led the team. They beat a hurt Cleveland team. Right. That didn't have Kyrie, that didn't have Kevin Love. And he still kind of sort of struggled in that series, you know? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I have him up there is because he basically broke the NBA. He did. Maybe <laughs> has influenced the game so much with the way he shoots, the way he handles the ball, you know, the way he, the shot creation. Like, he, he right. broke the NBA. And, like, you have teams that are trying to pattern their game after how the Golden State Warriors play. And I'm not, you know, giving all the credit to, to Steph in that. You know, Steve Kerr has a part to play in that. Clay Thompson has a part to play in that. But right. a lot of that comes from Steph's ability to shoot the ball. When you take Steph Curry out of that team, I don't think that team is as good as they are. I don't think Clay Thompson can lead that team. And Steph does it throughout the whole season. The only issue I have with Steph is that when it comes to playoff time, and I don't know it's because, you know, playoffs gets a little bit harder, the defense is stronger. You know, you don't, you're guarding a person seven games in a row, you know, so you're going to pick up tendencies. You're going to watch the film. So I think, right. you know, that it makes it a little harder for Steph. He's probably not getting the same looks that he's getting, you know, during the regular season. But right. that doesn't take away from his ability to score. It doesn't take away his ability to shoot the ball. I feel like there's no other player in the NBA that, that's patterned like Steph. Like, how many players that, you know, play like Steph Curry? Not many. That's why he makes a list. How many players that play like LeBron James? Not many. That's why he makes right. a list. You know, so I, I feel like those guys, Kawhi Leonard, he deserves it because he did it by himself. Like you said, mm-hmm. he didn't have him last year. I probably never had, had him last year. But this year, he proved to the world, shocked the world. No one would have thought that Toronto Raptors would win a championship. Exactly. And the way he played this year was just, to me, unbelievable. And, and he was a little hurt. He was banged up and still got it done. Um, and, and let me say this. Let me let me say this about Kawhi. Because honestly, people can that are listening to this, um, or even yourself can say, well, Reg, what you're saying about Steph, what um, he did at the detriment of other teams, that happened to Kawhi this year. Not yeah. exactly, because Kawhi beat the Sixers. Yeah, Kawhi beat the Bucks, and like both. I'm not gonna say they were both favorited, but the, the Bucks sure enough were. Yeah, they had they, the Bucks were up two to nothing on them. Right. So that that's a that's a major difference and when that guy's doing that. It's, then when you look at someone like a Steph Curry who was up three to one on LeBron and lost. Right. So that's that. There's a difference. Kawhi got lucky. In the NBA Finals, you know what I'm saying, but all the regular, the Eastern Conference, he had to work. He had to work to beat those guys. So that's that's the difference for me. Four bounces on the rim. That's what I'm saying. So just imagine if like the, mm. the temperature in the building was, you know, just a little bit warmer, and the ball is inflated a little bit extra. You know, one of them extra bounces, it bounces out. Would have been going. It would have came <laughs> right? off. Like, we know so, that. Trust that, me. We know that. That's, and that's why I feel like he deserves it. Like, he grinded out the whole Eastern Conference. 
and he made it to the finals. And like you said, he got lucky in the finals. Clay Thompson went down, Kevin Durant went down. I mean, but I, I feel it doesn't take away from what he did this year in comparison to his previous year of only playing with nine games. So yeah. I think he deserves it. Um, listen, I, I, listen, Steph, I, I, his skill set is bar nine, but uh, he's got to show, like, there, you know, Steph is still on the Warriors, and guess what, Rudy? We both picked the um, the Warriors to come in at seven, yeah. and they got Steph Curry. So he's got to prove to us if he can get past the seventh seed, then okay. You know what I'm saying? Like then I, I may rearrange my list, but right now I, I I can't give it to him, man. I can't give him a top five player in the league. Not the way you know he's he's too similar to to the other guys that are you know ballers but they're not top five as well that's that's my only thing he just shoots better than all of them everybody ever that has ever shot a basketball he shoots better. you know what I mean so that's 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 the difference I have a question for you though go ahead will this be the last year that LeBron is in your top five no I'll be honest with you no and no <laughs> it's not man like he LeBron will be 40 he's still in the league he's still in your top five until I, I honestly think LeBron is one of those players that you have to take get him out of like he it's just different man I there's certain players to me there's certain athletes in the world to me that are just special right that that were that are that are special so like I honestly don't even think and this is my God's honest opinion I don't think an injury is going to end LeBron's career. No, I don't think I, I I don't think so. He's up there to me. He's like one of the he's a Floyd Mayweather to me. Like just guys that are just great and they just stay that way. Like Tom Brady's like that. Um like Jordan's like that. You know, they, it's just I, there's not a lot of people like that, man. Well, and I feel like he, he deserves it too. That's another thing. He deserves Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I just can't I, I don't I don't see this dude almost like having a career like I don't see like his ending being like Kobe's you know what I'm saying where it's like all right Kobe you know we're gonna let up on you a little bit I don't I don't think it's gonna be like that I just think he's gonna go out when he's like all right I played against my son and now I'm retired and now my son I'm literally passing the torch to my to my gene pool you know what I mean so um but yo great show today man thank you for for joining me man listen Everyone out there, thank you for listening to the Light Boy Sports Show. Um, leave a comment, share it with your friends, and uh, you know, give us some topics and debates that we can definitely, uh, you know, attack here, man. Rude, thank you, bro. Appreciate you. You already know, man. So it's a pleasure to be on with my brother, man. My brother, the Block Mamba, giving it to y'all like he knows how. Giving y'all, giving the people what they want. You know what I mean? Giving the people <laughs> what they want. Stop. We can't. That's not that's copyrighted Frederick. We can't take that from Jalen and Jacoby. Shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. Shout out to Jalen and Jacoby. <laughs> but all right, man. Yo, always remember to give God thanks, man. We out. <laughs>